five golden rings. Is 2009 over? Almost. Is it over? It's almost over. Oh, Countdown God. to the end of 2009. So this is for sure our final podcast of 2009. I think it is, unless the next we do another will be one. Our first podcast of 2010. 10. Which Are we we're... calling it 010? 2000. I think 2010. 2010. We I need don't know. To pick something. No, I don't I know. like 2010. That and seems... we need something to be instead of shitstorm. Because it's going to be Amazing Storm or something like or that. Or maybe it'll be a fuck storm. I doubt it. Or a pus storm. <laughs> it could be um, a... I think it remains to be seen. What it'll what's be. What's going to be But I hope it's a with, good thing. With 2010. I'm, I'm trying to be as optimistic I as like I can 010. be. I like 010. 010, I like it. I like 010. In, one, in 010. Yeah. Oh, because you could or say it like 010. Yeah. Oh, 10. So it's OH10. Um, this is a total side note, but when I was. Um, well, we don't do that on the podcast. No, we don't. We, don't, we stick to the topic. Speaking of O things, um, when I was co hosting Radio with a Twist, one of my favorite songs to introduce as a mm-hmm. DJ was O Sheila. Of course. Because I used to like to say it like this. And here it is, that song from 1989. Oh, Sheila. Oh, Sheila. <laughs> oh, Sheila. And if you were Jewish, oh, oh Sheila. Sheila. But they would be our, Oh, Sheila. <laughs> Oh, Sheila. All right. Well, this is the, podcast, the Comedy Couch Podcast. I'm Dennis Hensley. And I am Tony Tripoli. We were both in Arizona, but now we're back. And you literally just got back moments ago. You picked Truly me up at the train station. Ago. It's true. And so instead of just catching up, mm-hmm. it was like, well, why don't we just plug these mics in? That's and right. just catch up this way. We will. Because I feel like our, our podcast listeners probably traveled. And they probably went to hither and yon. We apologize for not getting the Christmas podcast up. For you to have on your Christmas travels, there was a weird glitch. I thought I uploaded it. Sometimes it doesn't go. So it was an iTunes problem, and you're not paying for it. But you'll get two right away because I just uploaded the other one. The Xana, Xana, don't even think about it. Hey. Uh, And so, and now this is a new one. So So we've been to Arizona, the land where alcoholism was invented. Right. And I stayed with Tony's. I flew in Christmas morning, yeah, Christmas, Christmas afternoon. And had dinner with Tony's family and hung yes. out there that night, and then drove up to my family Did in the morning. Did you have just one dinner, or was it? Multiple well, it was dinners? one dinner and a whole lot of snacking. Okay, because I feel like I had three breakfasts, four lunch, and three dinners every day, and then snacks I just had a big them, turkey was, dinner and then a lot meals. of snacking. The yeah. snacks that I had weren't even like little snacks, though. They were like three course snacks. But, well, I, I did do that. I had like tortilla uh, tamales and stuff like that. Oh, those tamales so, were so good. The Christmas is tamale-ish. Yeah. So I love that. But um, yeah, Christmas. <sighs> yeah. And? So so well, so the gist of it is you spent Christmas Day with my family. In the evening. Which really consists of my father. Right. And then my mother and her husband, who's husband right. number four. Walter. And then my sister and my niece, Matea. Natalie, who I adore Natalie. Mm-hmm. Natalie is to, is kind of like my sister. The way she's sort of the connective tissue, like yeah. she's still there and she's totally. like total grown up. And, and she really can handle everybody and yes. negotiate all That's of the my complicated. Sister. It's the same role that my sister Every plays and I admire it. Every family needs that person. Because th- it ain't an easy gig. And it ain't going to be me. So And she does it with grace yeah. and... Uh, uh, humor and a lot of smarts, a lot yeah, of yeah. common sense. Oh yeah, yeah, she's great. Yeah. Then there's a family friend Karen. Yes. Um, who's hilarious and possibly leaving Las Vegas. She's drinking way, way too much. We're who's drinking the most? It's it might be Karen. I don't know. It's really tough to call, but uh, it's a photo finish. But um, but and then how do you make this camera work? But then there's the 
parent, the family of Matea's father, yes. who he actually passed away two years ago, um, but the family still comes around because they want to have holiday times with Matea. And you know, I mean, there's still a relationship there. Right. Then there's my sister's new boyfriend, Matt, who she's right. been with for a couple years. Well, his family now comes around. Then there's the estranged father of Tim, Matea's dad, who passed away. His father, Sam, who no one is even speaking to in Tim's family because of how badly he treated his ex-wife, Tim's mom. But Natalie just has sort of taken him in. So he's having Christmas with, with us. Right. Like, it's really like the land of the misfits. And right. I'm flying in, and then you're there. And, you and know, I you're, show you're up. family because we've lived up. together I so long. And then, but, like, it's literally like a halfway house. Like, it's just – there's just 50 people – and every hour on the hour, someone is making a beer run. Like, I don't know how, how they go through beer that quickly. A lot of that happened on the porch. Because I was, that's where the, the beer. The porch is where the smoking is happening. And the beer are drinking. Because yeah. I, I, I knew they were drinking, but I wasn't that privy. Just guzzling. Chug a lug. Yeah. So uh, I guess Bud Light is kind of a sponsor of the For, podcast. Uh, in now. a way, in a roundabout way. We were going to do a podcast from Arizona, but we, we didn't, it didn't end up happening. Well, it was just by the time there was any kind of quiet. Yeah, it was super You late. fell asleep on the couch. Yes, this was and very late. And Matea and I watched uh, Cinderella. Right. And had our 14th turkey dinner of the day. Right. You're very adorable with Matea, by the way. I am. And I she is adorable. She's hilarious. Cute pictures with you two. Oh, well, that's two. exciting. That's I do. Awesome. So yeah. those are, that's the fond holiday memories of 2009. Then that's true. you left us. You left I our went happy home. On the 26th, and then I drove up and saw my sister and uh, her family. In Holbrook, Arizona, yes. or as I call it, Hell Holbrook. Hell Holbrook. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. I yeah. kind of, I'm going to take that and run okay. with it. Man, it's. Um, it's, you know, the town is dying, but it right. was still fun to see everybody. We ate some Mexican food. Not at the regular place, because the regular place I had heard had gone downhill. Wait, so there's one Mexican food place No, there's the a town? bunch, but there's one. The El Rancho is the one that everyone goes. That's the one you want to go to. But I heard that it had gone downhill, so we went to uh, Mr. Mestis. And then we also went to Jalapeno Poppers, which is new. <laughs> and um, That sounds very 90s. It was all good. I had a Dairy Queen Blizzard on the way up. In Payson, and then on the way down on Payson, in Payson. So that's it? You had two yeah. Dairy Queens the whole trip? Yeah. That's pretty I, good. How many did you have? You texted me that you were having a blizzard, right. and then that night after dinner, we went through Dairy Queen, and I had a banana split, no pineapple, substitute marshmallow sauce, Shit. no chocolate sauce, substitute hot fudge, and a strawberry cheesecake blizzard. You had both? And, and ate them both one after the other. Wow. I know. That's amazing. Um, that was the 26th. That was the night, the day that you left. I had a Heath um, on the way up and a strawberry cheese quake. Thank you. On the way down. And when I was, I ordered my blizzard, I was eating it, and I look over, and somebody's changing a baby on a table. I don't care. In the dining room. I don't care. And, I, and then the girl behind the counter goes, oh, I'm going to have to go clean that table now. And I looked over and I thought, I'm going to just keep eat this outside. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not going to not blizzard. eat it, but no. I need to... <laughs> You know, yeah. that's gross. Look, I drove a that's lot of miles for this. That's gross for no, that's people to vile. do that. That's disgusting. Look, I was at a movie theater once in here in North Hollywood. That one that's closed at Laurel Canyon. Yeah, and that's closed. Valley Plaza. Um, I was at a movie there once, seeing a movie by myself, and there were. It was, of course, it was an R-rated movie, and it was full of children and like one mom with a bunch of kids. And at one point, this lady um, 
took her baby all the way down to the front to the screen, which I thought was really weird. The baby was crying. She took it all the way down to the screen. And then she laid it down on the ground in front of the screen and changed its diaper using the light of the movie Kate to Winslet. change. And she's wiping out this baby's poopy ass crack. And Did then you of see course, Will Ferrell's face in that? Ass? Unbelievable. And then doesn't leave to throw anything away. Just goes back to her seat with a dirty diaper, dirty poop wipes, and a baby who's still crying. That was her solution to the problem. Like, going to the movies now is really like people just think that they're at their house. Yeah. And they can bad. talk and they can just run around. The kids can run around. And I hate going to the movies. Have you heard about the one in um, Pasadena, the new one that's like the gold standard? Yes, I've, I've seen the ads. There's cocktail for waitress it. And, and foods. Yeah, like real food. Now, do you and know I what, guess it started in. Um, what does it cost? Do you Australia know? or somewhere. Um, a lot, but I don't know how much. Like, like 20, 20 bucks? something, yeah. Like 20 at to least. To see a movie. Plus whatever you order yeah. is extra, right? But they wait on you hand and foot. That would be, there was a place like that in Fort Lauderdale when I used to work on the ship. Yeah, and it was divey, but it had like more than just a snack bar, like more substantial foods, right. and it had a cocktail bar, right? And you could have that stuff, you know, during the movie. Yeah, and they showed movies that were like second run, like mm-hmm. they weren't the, open that weekend, but. We didn't care because on the ship, you were always sort of behind anyway. Right. And that was my favorite place to go. I used to love love to go there and have like food and a cocktail watching a movie. That's a They have a place in Austin where they had the gay film festival called the Alamo Draft House, and there's a bunch of them. But they do the full on food thing. But it's like steak tacos, it's a little Tex Mexi. Oh, yeah. Deep fried pickles, I had. Uh-huh. But right. they're movie lovers too, so they don't like act like there's no movie happening. They're, they've right. got they've got it right. I wish they had one here. It was good. That's a great thing. I know. So you watched Up in the Air. So you solved my I hate the movie crisis by d- coming through with all your screeners. I have some good screeners. I do. So you watched Up in the Air. We tried to watch. It's complicated. Yes. But it was very complicated. It's even more complicated. It's even because more complicated it was kind of... when my original father is sitting next to my mother, who he maybe would still want to get back together with. Right. Who's sitting next to her current husband, husband number four. Right. And my sister is between my dad and my mom. Right. And my sister is intercepting my dad's glances at my mom. Right. While the Alec Baldwin character, and Alec Baldwin is the celebrity that my dad thinks he is, by the right. way. So it, it was With the silver hair and yeah. the pickle barrel torso and yeah. the raspy voice. So, uh, and all the opinions. So... The, and he, the boyish streak. Okay, the impetuous fine, boyish streak. Fine, I'll give you that. And so he, my dad, really fancies himself Alec Baldwin anyway. Right. So now he's sitting on the sofa. My sister and you are yeah. then in there in the middle. And then my mom, who's ass clenchy because she can feel him looking at her every time right. Alec Baldwin makes out or makes a pass at Meryl Streep. And let me tell you something. I love my mother. She's no Meryl Streep. Right. All right. <laughs> let me just say that on the record. And then, you know, so we literally watched the first half of that movie, and my sister just was like, okay, we're done. We're done. Um, let's make a, that's time for a pie. Time for pie, everybody. Yeah. Like, she had to change the subject, and she was like, I'm so grossed out, Tony. I'm so grossed out, I don't know, I don't even know if I can eat pie. Right. Wow, By the way, that's she, pretty she grossed out. Pie, she had pie. She had pie. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we tried to watch It's Complicated, but it turned out it was much too complicated. It's super fucking complicated. So I need to see the end of that movie sometime uh, yeah. when I don't have the ultimate soft on. <laughs> And then, <laughs> without your dad looking over oh at your mom, oh god, going, it was so gross. It was yeah, just so what do you gross. think? We're all texting you, each other. It was disgusting. That's and then we did watch Up in the Air, which I liked very much. Love it. Great movie. Everyone should see it. Um, and that woman, it's kind of a casting find. 
Vera Farmiga or yeah. the young one? Yeah, no, Vera Farmiga. Because the older this one. is a woman who doesn't work a lot. And you can imagine that a lot of big name actresses were bandied about for that role. And it really would have diminished the role. Like, it could have been Kate Blanchett. Yeah. She could have done that. She could have pulled that off. Right. But it can't be Julia Roberts. It can't yeah. be J-Lo. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it can't be a Hollywood glamour. It just yeah. can't be. Well, um, I listening. I was listening to an interview with Jason Reitman, and he wrote it, I think, with her in mind. Wow. She's one of those actors that people in the business know and love her work. Okay. She was in, like, The Departed and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And she's got a great rep, and people dig her, but she's not broken out in a big way. Right, and she's beautiful, but not in that artificial movie star yeah. beautiful way. And the young girl, too, is amazing. Especially yeah. on the second viewing. You you appreciate all the performances. She really is. Yeah, yeah. she really is terrific. I think and that might be my movie of the year. Interesting. I mean, it's not a... It's not a um, it didn't ro- walk off with it, you know? But the I ending, think the more I think about it... kind it, of fizzles out a little. I mean, it doesn't have, like, the most powerful ending, but it's kind of not really meant to. Yeah. But I do, you know... I was That was my problem with Precious. Yeah. Well, first of all, she's such a whiner. Well, I saw that in 3D. That Ooh. frying pan comes right at you. Well, maybe that's so. The hair on Monique's chin <laughs> comes is just right at you. You're you. literally like, wow. You think you've away. got something in your contacts? You do. You do. I probably do. Um, but so yeah, Precious. I really was like, you just made me sit through two hours of this girl having the worst life in the world, and then it just ends. Like it, we we were meant to think that then she's gonna move, go she's, on to write this on her great way. book. Yeah, that's gonna have a really long title, and then it, a movie's gonna be based on it with an even longer title. Like, they sort of imply that yeah. she's that. But I really needed to see her winning an award or having some kind of a happily ever after moment. Wow. I, th- I well, really okay. felt like I had earned that as an right. audience member. Right. Well, I felt like she was just going to kind of be okay and be able to survive. She's also never, ever going to be any thinner. Yeah. She's going to be that person that maybe is a millionaire, head of industry, huge author or whatever. Always, She's always going to be Precious times. or the actor? Well, I it would be rude for me to say it about the actress, right. but it's not rude for me to say it about Precious, a fictional right. character. Well, pr- but probably the actor, both. I've not seen her interviewed, but everyone that says that's seen her interviewed say that she couldn't be more different than the character, just bubbly and happy, and huh. like feels good about herself, and kind of a valley girl. And well, that's good for her. Yeah, and uh, she's well, then maybe be she this... can go be on Glee. Yeah, she would be good on Glee. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm so... finishing up a diet coke. Yeah, I opened my the Coke Zero. Um, while we were here. Now, how do you feel about the D- Diet Coke versus the Coke Zero? Uh, anything caffeine fine. free. Yeah. The I'm not that into the caffeine free. I do like Diet Vanilla Coke Zero, but you have to get those at, at a grocery store proper. You can't just pick up a, you know, thing at the CVS. Diet Vanilla Coke Zero. Yeah. So it's vanilla e. Yes. And zero as opposed e. to diet. And, and the difference also, yeah. is the zero tastes. Little stronger? different. No, it's just a flavor. More thing. like regular Coke. It's just like um, yeah, maybe a little bit. It's just a flavor. I understand. Like the Coke Zero. What do yeah, you think? Do you like the Coke? I Zero? just always go for the original mm-hmm. Diet Coke. If caffeine free is available, then I'll take that because I can't taste a difference. And right, it seems like maybe I should it's have a little less. healthier. I don't care. Yeah, right. But I just need a gallon yeah. of it, and I need ice cubes in it. Right. Um, so yesterday, I drove back down to yeah. Phoenix from. My hometown, Hell Holbrookville. Yeah. What? Hell Holbrook. Hell Because <laughs> it sounds like Hell Holbrook, too, which I like. Right. I had Mary a blizzard. Daisy Carter. Uh, Char- 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 Strawberry Cheesequake. Then I met uh, Matt and Rebecca and Amy. 
and we went to Pizzeria Bianca, which is the apparently the best pizzeria Premier in the whole world. Pizza, yeah, like literally supposed to be best in the United States, right? Well, that's what they say, and I guess Gail King's been there, and Martha Stewart, and okay. Oprah, and Condé Nast, and all this stuff. So it's so you get there; they don't even open till five. Mm-hmm. So you get there. We get there at like four fifteen. Already a line, like way down the street. It's in this great little area in Phoenix, to this historical area downtown. Okay. So we get in the line. We wait like forty five minutes till they open, and then we're able to get our name on the list. Yeah, three hours and fifteen to three forty five is the wait. That's because it's bullshit. a very small place. And, I'm out. And so what we decided to do was we put our name in, and then we went to we walked to the movies couple blocks away and saw Sherlock Holmes. Wow. And then we went back. Well, everyone else in the party liked it more than me. I think I nodded off at a point and missed a key part. Okay. I found it um I didn't enjoy it as much as I should. Does he look weird? Robert Downey? Yeah. I feel like the more the older he gets and the more marks he has on his face, the more handsome he gets. The more sexy he is. In the trailer he just looks like he's wearing a ton of makeup. He Maybe looks really he pale and makeupy and and thin and I don't know. It's like I want to. I thought I found him. him. I think I like him so much. Okay. But um, everyone else seemed to really enjoy it. There's a lot. There was one thing that happened that I thought, oh, that's the end, and it wasn't. I think I was because I knew I had pizza coming. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't really. But in you did it. have pizza coming. It was still an hour and a half away. I know, but I felt like I was. Mm-hmm. I'd taken a step. We really felt like getting the pizza at that place was a like um, a roadblock on Amazing yeah. Race, or all, right. all you had to do is not die and eat, <laughs> which are, one of those is really easy for me to do, the latter. The, fir- the former, not so, anyways. Um, but the pizza was good, not amazing, but like, it was a fun night. And once we got back, we waited like 10 minutes and we were in. Okay. So it was a, it was it a doesn't thing. sound as terrible then as I thought, and the pizza was delicious. The pizza was good. Um, they only have like five pies. Right. Um, the base, very basic menu, and I kind of like that. I like that this is what we do. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, we're not going to expand. We're not going to add on. We're not going to be open for lunch. This is what we feel like doing. Deal with it, and it's worked for them because it, it became like a phenomenon that you have to, you know, you have to do it. Because mm-hmm. Rebecca and her mother had gone before, put their name in, and went to a movie, came back, and missed their name by like three people. Yeah, and they didn't get to. That's it. That's it. You missed your shot. You missed your shot. so it's but um the pizza was you know it was great it wasn't life-changing i um am going back to work on monday good for you because the dish has been on vacation for these two weeks and i'm uh so i was watching a show one of my shows for work is tabitha's salon takeover and as you know as i mentioned before i love tabitha coffee coffee right i want to be friends with her i feel like she would really like me and I think that I would just love her and I would want to just nuzzle in her little neck and feel those bleached hairs running across her face and onto my own forehead. And I would just want to cuddle and suckle and do all of those things with her. I just love her so much. And then I feel like we would just walk down the street and I would just listen to her just saying bileless, hideous, acid. Do you think she could make sense of the people. world? Yeah, I feel like, yes, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like she could make it all make sense for me. Okay. She would point out that the a-holes... Would she be a shit-caller with you? A full shit-caller. With you or just with other people? She would love me and find me charming. Right. So... How would she feel about (laughs) Eric? Well, maybe she would get on the, you know, get on her broom and fly right over there and and give Eric the what for. I don't know. Good. The what for. 
Um, but the point is, this week's episode might be my favorite Tabitha Salon takeover ever. What happened? And I want everyone to watch it. She takes over a... She takes over a gay salon in Chicago, in Boys Town. Okay. Called, I think it's called Chicago Mail. Okay. And there's a salon that only does men's haircuts in 30 On minutes. women. And sort of like the one she has. Yeah. And they are, the business is dying. And she's like, well, first of all, you're an idiot. Because you can't just say all haircuts are done in 30 minutes. That's not enough time for a lot of haircuts. And that's, so that's an arbitrary, dumb marketing thing that is going to work against you. Right. And if you're only running at 25% capacity anyway, you've got the time to do the haircuts right. So why are you rushing through them? Yeah, that's a them dumb up? thing. It's just awful. And then they literally are turning away women. When women come in and want to get like their hair done, they're like, no, we don't do Or their hair did. Yes. And they've got this gay guy, fussy gay guy in a suit who literally goes, ew, girls, no, and makes the sign of a cross with his two fingers. Right in this woman's I hate face. Those assholes. Yeah. So every time one of these lispy gay guys gets to talk and has a sound bite, it's super Smelly stereotypical, awful, awful gay guy. Right. And then Tabitha, who is an out lesbian. I did not know that. Right. Well, I didn't know either until she was on the Wendy Williams show and oh, talked okay. about being an out lesbian and she's been with a partner for like twenty years. Um she is not having these gay guys. And because she's a lesbian, she doesn't have to be as nice as like yeah. a straight person would have to be. Right. Good. And so it is an hour of these sassy gays getting the shit kicked out of them by Tabitha. And then, of course, they all love her in the end. And, and But at one point, she replaces these lamps because she's like, I don't care for these lighting fixtures because they remind me of sperm. Which is funny in and of itself. And then she replaces them with these round ones. And the owner is like, well, yeah, so you replace them with these. You replace them with these. And these just look like uteruses. And she's like, watch it, buddy. If it wasn't for a uterus, you wouldn't be here now. And then it cuts to the her. same can be said of sperm. Of course. But then it cuts to her like doing a confessional, like an interview, just to the camera. Yeah. And she literally rolls her eyes and she goes, fuck. He wouldn't know a uterus if it hit him in the bloody face. And like her, when she just calls people an asshole to yeah. camera behind their back, is my favorite part of that show. Yeah. So this is a really good episode. So everybody. So you're gonna be watch. able to clip it, or are you guys? No, because can't... we'll have a new one yeah. next Tuesday when the, right. you know. So... When everything's fresh and new. Yeah. When the world starts new. Now has the January. last dish with our friend Danny and Oscar on it. It aired should be yet? airing right now. It's the wow. dish, uh, best and worst of the year. It should be um, on your TiVos now. So folks, That's if you're great. not watching the dish, find it. And watch it. Right. And also, there's a YouTube channel called Watch the Dish. Really? So if you search Watch the Dish on YouTube, there's a bunch of clips, but, you know, they're short. Okay. I didn't know that, though. That's yeah. good. Reaching out. So let's, make, uh, let's talk New Year's resolutions. I was thinking about that recently. I have to um, figure out a way to make a living. Yes. That's it. And everything else pales in comparison to that. Okay. Nothing like, oh, I need to work on my... Uh, triceps or okay no i need to not die that's right. a one and i need to figure out how to make a living well you should move not die to the number one spot okay because just logically speaking i'm just <laughs> yeah, saying yeah yeah it'll help me with the second one i don't want to be one of those detail guys right that's you know pointing out the that the that plan, will be yeah. one and within that uh struggle to be as um uh not to be wallowy and to be as upbeat and um um not fearful and you know fun loving and i want to make this short film in the new year yeah um 
even though it's not going to ever make any money or anything like that, but it'll be a fun thing to do and I want to do it. And so, yeah, but I haven't, you know, I don't have a lot of those, um, resolutions because the big one is so big. Sure. So what about you? I don't really, you know, I'm not really so good with the resolutions, but I do feel like, you know, life is choices and maybe the choosing to be happier about things is a profound choice and is maybe a choice that you can make. I believe that. I do. You know what I mean? Sometimes maybe it's you can hard. Do, yeah. Maybe but you I can think just... sometimes it's harder than other times, but I think um, that's absolutely true. And I, I think part of it is a little less uh, awareness. Maybe a little more head in the sand. A little bit. Just a little bit awareness more. Awareness of what? With the world? Of What's the, going on in the world? All the negative. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mean allow yourself to continue doing bad, you know, negative stuff and then pretend like it's not happening. But, you know, it's a really negative time. Everyone's going through a big pile of shit. And just sitting around thinking about all the bad stuff all the time maybe isn't the most productive. So maybe just choosing to be like, find that thing to be grateful for. And mm -hmm. it's a small thing, but that I'm going to really just wallow in that right now instead of wallowing right. in the big sad thing right i don't know if it's gonna work i'm probably gonna be terrible i think it's at it, good I, I think, think you that should that's... do that i wrote a manifesto they tell what? you that no i was having um a not great day or maybe a not great night when you when you're up uh -huh. and i wrote a manifesto on a notebook of like how i was going to live and then i it has like 15 things on it and then i put it on a nice piece of paper and printed it out and i put it above my toilet um Wow. I know right. how I was going to live. That's like a vision board. It's kind of, but it's more like. It's, it's just less a vision board gold, on parchment. It's less goal driven uh -huh. and more um, attitude driven. Okay. Um, I, I think I have it. I'll only share a couple things because some of it's embarrassing. <laughs> My manifesto. As all manifestos are. I know, but I sure. like a manifesto. See, look. Wow. It looks quite nice. Yeah. And you've printed it. Uh, nice... I will not compare myself to others. Oh. And not be like, well, why does that guy have that show? And why is he doing that? And why is right. the, you know, blah, blah, blah. try not to do that. I will, but I'll try not oh, to. Okay. Well, this is already a bullshit. Uh, but, right. <laughs> Some of these are really embarrassing. Oh, God. Um, I will not pee in the shower. Is I will not pee like in that? the shower. That's number two and three. I don't like to pee in the shower. I know. How do you know that? I will that? not dwell. You don't know that. What do you mean I've I know? I've never done that. I've You've never, never peed in the shower? shower? I don't think I ever have. I feel I weird about it. I feel like it's crossing a... I feel like for the next thing you know, I'm uh, going to be in the sla uh, slammer. <laughs> Wait, you feel like if you pee the alone in your know, shower, I'm going yeah, to get piss yellow bottom? panky bedspreads. Wow. I think set. it's a bigger leap. Which they have at linens and things. Uh, that's we, what they get. The that's why they went things. out of business. <laughs> that is, that's, they, why, they did? that's why they couldn't God move damn those. It. I can't even become a piss bottom because everything's out of business. <laughs> uh, whatever. I'll stay corrected to my creativity. I'll do things that make me feel healthy slash good. Shit like that. I will not die today. That's number one. Wow. I know. I didn't even hear you say Chevy's. I will eat at Chevy's as much anytime anyone asks. That makes me feel healthy slash good. Notice well, good. Oh, or good. Right. Yeah. Doesn't the the good the and the healthy really but yeah, are often that do opposing. That makes you feel good. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to try to. So that's more like than that. Um, I want to figure out more voluntary stuff but i don't have time for others because i already have enough on my plate with just me well i, wanna, I, I would say that <laughs> helping but I don't... my less fortunate self 
I say that, but I don't always no, do it. No, that's I do true, stuff with the true. Gay and Lesbian Center, but it's always more mm-hmm. show-driven as opposed to like something that more... You drove those old gays to the, the I polls, did. the voting. I did, I did, during the election day. My, well, my friend Eddie's starting this thing called... Um, it's not Helping Hands. The Buddy System, mm-hmm. where um, he pairs younger people up with older gays right. and sort of as a touchstone or whatever. But he's reach, he's trying to kick it up a notch, and I told him... I have to wait till I find what I'm doing for my job right. before I can totally. do any of that. That's and I reasonable. shouldn't have to. I should be like, count me in. But Well, no, that's reasonable. You can't be, you know. All hands on deck. Yeah. All hands on deck with the uh, work thing. So, But I think Big Gay Sketch Show has been announced. It's coming back in March, I've heard. Well, As that's great news. Airing. I, I mean, that's I don't know if they will news. make more that... or if they do, but it'll be fun to have it out there after all this time. Well, look, we're going to wrap this up because this was a nice short one. This was a nice half an hour. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really have a point. I don't know how many laughs were in this one. But we want to thank you. But next time I have my list of my favorite movies of the year so we can re- we could visit that. We can talk about that. But you, did you Do you have any dating stuff this week? Any grinding? Um, I really like this the Asian guy, Michael, yes. that, that um, has you know stayed over a couple times. I right. really, really like him in a really interesting way. Um, and he stayed over last night, and I swear to God I could just hold him in bed just until the fucking end of the world comes. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's that nice kind of... That's lovely. ...feeling that, like, oh, I just want to just lay... Like, that's really nice, and I haven't felt that, you know, since you know who. So that's sort of that's nice. That's good. That's really nice, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's pretty much it with the dating stuff. I have to uh, end things with Umberto. Yes. He... He called and texted and wrote emails multiple times every single day of the Christmas break. And I told him when I'm out of town in Phoenix, I'm not going to have time because I'm really there all about my niece. And then we're going to Mexico for three days and I won't even have cell service. So please don't. We're just not going to talk for six days. All right. And and he didn't. And that's annoying. And it was all it was just desperate. And he's just really, really fallen for me in a way that I'm never going to fall for him. And it. When that happens, which does happen in life, you know, and I've been on both sides of it, it just takes the fun out. You know, it's just not – I can't enjoy spending time with him because I know he right, really wants it fair. to be more than yeah, what you it need is. To, and that's, exactly. Yeah. So I have to end things with him uh, today. Oh, shit, today? Um, Are you seeing him tonight? Uh, I'm, I need to call. I mean, we have to have a talk. So, oh, fuck. You know. You're he, good at those talks, though, Tommy. He's going to go that. to work, so I can't go to – I don't want to go – to work and break up with him in a DJ, but we have to talk yeah. about you and me. Like, you know, that here's a song that says everything I'm feeling. Miss Vicky Carr. <laughs> Do you like my, uh, that was good. Was that it? was really my good. My accents are getting better. That's good. We have hope for 2010. My really other sort of new year's resolution is to really, when we sit down to do these podcasts, we need to have more stuff planned so that we don't do a rambling half an hour of just, talking like this one we're gonna have some more comedy bits i will tell you this though i've listened to podcasts that are much more produced and there's much more stuff yeah and i agree that we could bring more to the table but um it's all about personality well we just know what kiddo we got it we got it in spades (laughs) um so yeah so so folks thank you so much for being with us through 2009 thank you truly don't think we would be here. The podcast was a great yeah. thing about the year. It was a crush. we got to figure out how to take it bigger. Yeah. So uh, please keep sending us those emails. We love it so much. Yes. The email address is thecomedycouch at gmail.com. You can always reach me at tonytripley.com or dennis at dennishensley.com. Just Dennis uh, Hensley. No, it's dhensley at aol.com. No, but your website is dennishensley.com. Yeah, yeah, and then you can click through the email. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. 
<laughs> and of course, we always want to thank our sponsors. Uh, VanityMark.com, um, the maker of the best lip balm in the world, Dr. Kiss. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys, we will see you next yeah. year. Yay! Goodbye. Bye.